Hello, and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I had JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss U.S. gasoline market and why Americans are driving more on less. The U.S. Energy Information Administration reported last Tuesday in its Petroleum Supply Month lead that in the first 11 months of 2022, American drivers used 10,000 barrels per day less gasoline than in the corresponding period the year before, and 540 kBD less fuel than in 2019. Um, this is a surprisingly weak outcome given that Americans collectively traveled more last year than in 2021 and drove a similar amount of miles as in 2019. So the, the conclusion is that Americans are driving more, but they're consuming less gasoline. So we believe a confluence of three factors likely contributed to the decline. Uh, some of them are cyclical and reversible, but some are structural and likely to become more pronounced over time. So our analysis suggests that about 45% or 243 kBD of last year's U.S. gasoline demand underperformance compared to 2019 levels was in part explainable by the record high gasoline prices. About 37% or 200 kBD was attributable to working from home. And we credit another 18% or about 100 kBD of the demand loss through efficiency gains and electrification as policies that were put in place more than uh, a decade ago are now becoming visible in the data. So in our analysis, we do not want to focus on uh, record high gasoline prices and working from home because uh, we do believe that uh, U.S. gasoline prices will normalize. They will still be elevated, most likely, versus historical averages, but uh, definitely well below 2022 levels. In the case of working from home, we do believe, uh, or in our analysis, we're assuming that the situation will not get worse, meaning that um, the numbers will stabilize, but uh, will stay stable at, at around current levels. So the focus will be more on the efficiency gains and electrification. So by model year, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency estimates that real-world efficiency of new vehicles in United States rose from 25.4 miles per gallon in 2021. Uh, that was up from 19.3 miles per gallon in 2004, despite new vehicle, uh, vehicle weight and horsepower both hitting new records in 2021, meaning that uh, there, there are more big uh, SUV vehicles on the road. Uh, preliminary data suggests that fuel economy in model year 2022 will improve even further from the levels achieved in 2021. Uh, importantly, when we look at our numbers and our forecasts, which were made a couple of years ago, it does appear that the electrification and efficiency gains are progressing beyond our expectations. Um, most likely, they're accelerated by governmental subsidies, uh, tightening emission regulation, and also growing consumer acceptance. Uh, for example, in 2022, vehicles that run on full, uh, what, that those are the battery electric vehicle or partial uh, electricity, those would be the plug-in electric vehicles, but also hybrids, accounted for 12.5% of all U.S. auto sales. That's more than double uh, the 5% the averaged in 2020. In December, for example, sales of electric plug-in and hybrid vehicles made up almost 14% of all cars sold in the United States. Uh, critically, we estimate that today, uh, looking at the fleet, not at the sales numbers, but at the fleet, we estimate that about 3.5% of all the cars in the U.S. fleet of about 250 million passenger vehicles are some type of electric, and that about 40 billion miles were traveled last year by vehicles that run on full or partial electricity, displacing nearly 100 kBD of gasoline demand. So what is coming next? 
So first of all, we uh, forecasting this year and next year, uh, we see a modest increase in U.S. gasoline demand. Uh, in 2023 to about 8.9 million barrels per day. It was 8.8 in 2022. We see a further improvement to about 8.95, just slightly under 9 million barrels per day in 2024. And so given the structural shifts in the U.S. gasoline market, uh, it does appear that peak gasoline demand uh, was in, in August 2019 at 9.85 million barrels per day. Uh, whether we call this a peak or moderation in U.S. gasoline demand, it's semantics. It does appear that the numbers are leveling off. Um, we do believe that the decline become will become more pronounced over time. So looking beyond the next two years, uh, voluntary commitments set by automakers target for vehicles that run on uh, full or partial electricity, but also hybrids to make up about 45% of all vehicles sold in the United States by 2030. So up from 12.5% uh, in 2022 and 5% in, in 2020. Um, so the way we analyze uh, the data is that we, we just use commitments from um, automakers that are producing cars in the United States. So actually they're doing excellent job providing uh, providing guidance in, in about five year increments between now and 2030, some of them all the way through 2035 in terms of what exactly is going to be built, how many electric vehicles, how many uh, plug-ins, how many hybrids and so on. So just looking at that guidance, we can, uh, we can come up with particular conclusions. So again, we're very aware that uh, guidance does not mean reality, uh, but at the same time, that's you know that's what is being plugged in into our numbers. It does appear that there is a more and more consumer acceptance of of that new technology just based on consumer reviews. So despite efficiencies and electrification taking off rapidly, uh, it will take a long time to get all gasoline burning cars off the road. So for example, today the electrified segment is still makes up only three and a half percent of the US fleet. But at the same time, looking at the current pace of replacement and uh, on average after a car rolls off the assembly line, it runs for almost 12 years before it ends uh, its life in the junkyard. So that what that means, it's adjusting for that 12 years of the lifespan of an average vehicle, it means that one out of six cars in the United States fleet will likely become some type of electric by 2030. Uh, and there will still be almost 215 million internal combustion vehicles on the roads, only about 24 million fewer than today. Um, so again, you know, what we need to keep in mind is that talking about electrification, we assume all three parts. Yes, it's battery electric. It's a full electric vehicle, plug-in electric vehicles that, um, I'm sorry, the plug-in hybrids, uh, but also we, we use hybrid vehicles in our estimates that have electric motor and have the internal combustion engine, but they're not uh, they're not plugged into the, um, into the grid. So, but the ongoing replacement of old cars was more fuel, fuel efficient ones will contribute to the steady erosion uh, in the amount of gasoline used per mile. So as a result, we project that U.S. gasoline demand will decline to about 7.4 million barrels per day by 2030. That's about 1.4 million barrels per day lower than, than what it was last year. Uh, at the same time, in our assumptions, we're assuming that Americans will be driving 8.4% more miles between now and 2030, meaning that Americans will be driving more but consuming less gasoline. Uh, why this conclusion is so important? Mostly because uh, U.S. gasoline is 44% share of total U.S. oil demand, so Americans drive a lot. Uh, so U.S. oil consumption is poised to eventually contract just because gasoline is such a big share of the of the total consumption. 
Um, but again, the contraction will be smaller. Yes, if we say that the gasoline demand will drop about 1.4 million barrels per day, we believe that the total um, total U.S. demand will decline only by 0.9 million barrels per day uh, between now and 2030 because gasoline losses will be offset by gains in jet fuel demand, but also petrochemicals. Um, so structural decline in the U.S. gasoline consumption will have a global impact. Why? Uh, because Americans drive a lot. Um, so the U.S. consumes more gasoline than any other country. Uh, it accounts for almost 34% of world's gasoline consumption, considering that the U.S. is about one quarter of the global GDP. Uh, on global scale, U.S. gasoline consumption is 9% of global oil demand. So the, the numbers are absolutely staggering. So what happens next? Uh, we believe that it will be a two-track uh, future. First of all, unlike European refiners that are configured to produce equal amounts of gasoline and diesel, U.S. refiners, which are the largest and most complex refining system in the world, are built to produce a lot of gasoline from a given state of crude oils. So uh, from one barrel of crude, which is 42, gas, uh, for, for 42 gallons, uh, U.S. produces 44% out of that will be, uh, will, will be gasoline in terms of refining, um, refining capacity. With the demand profile shifting over the next several years, uh, we do believe that the prices for jet and diesel will likely have to overshoot to force U.S. refiners to switch the yield away from the gasoline products. And uh, if we look since 1993, the U.S. gasoline yield has actually been largely unchanged at about 46%. So refiners are also likely to cut supply faster than the drop in demand with more plants due to shut or convert to smaller ca uh, capacity biofuel facilities. And we believe that the result actually would be a mismatch in supplies of products uh, and, and price spikes. The second implication pertains to the quality of crude. Um, so in the context of slowing fuel demand growth, the focus of refiners will likely shift uh, from fuels to chemicals and from crude to natural gas liquids as a feedstock. Thank you all for listening to the Commodities Edition at JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. We look forward to continue the conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research Reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on February 3rd, 2023.